Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Alter Your Health Live, your source of information and inspiration to promote the holistic transformation of your health and the health of our planet. I'm your host, Dr. Benjamin Alter. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Susanna Alter. And today we're talking about autoimmunity again. This is our third of a series of three episodes that I wanted to talk about on autoimmunity. I wrote a series of three blog articles that kind of broke down this whole huge topic into, you know, three main categories. And the first category, or the first article we talked about really what's underneath all autoimmune diagnoses. And the second category, or I don't know why I'm calling them categories, but the second (laughs) article and topic and second, um, you know, podcast that we recorded last week, we talked about some of the things that we can do to combat the autoimmune, you know, quote unquote, diagnosis. And that has a lot to do with different sort of nutritional and lifestyle tactics to support the immunity. And now we're talking about what I see as probably the most significant and the most important tool that we have in, we all have in our toolbox when it comes to healing from any condition. And, um, you know, once again, we're focusing on autoimmunity, but this definitely translates into any physical health diagnosis, diagnosis, symptom, condition, whatever it may be. Yeah, and this is an extremely important topic because when we consider autoimmune illnesses, I think the mind is left out of the conversation the majority of the time. Um, And with any illness, any physical issue going on in the body, we can't just isolate the body. There has to be mental effects. There has to be an impact between the mind and the body. So... So that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Thanks for leading us into it. We're talking about the mind and the power of the mind to heal the body. And that's really what we love talking about, um, the two of us. And specifically in the context of autoimmunity, it's really a powerful tool because, you know, going back to a couple weeks ago, we talked about how autoimmune diagnoses are really nebulous and ambiguous and 
the testing that we have in conventional medicine is really um, in, imprecise, inaccurate, uh, incomplete, and we're given this kind of wastebasket diagnosis. You know, autoimmune diagnoses typically are syndromes. There's a bunch of symptoms, and we might have a blood test that we talked about the you know lack of precision with those blood tests. And uh, all these, you know, pieces of information get come together, and then we get stuck and labeled with this autoimmune diagnosis. And a lot of people can experience a great relief, a great peace of mind when we receive an autoimmune diagnosis because all of these mysterious symptoms are finally, you know, given a label. And that peace of mind can be, um, you know, it can be important for people to finally be heard, be, um, you know, their their symptoms are finally recognized as real. Because for a long time, um, you know, these people with autoimmune diagnoses and mystery illnesses, they don't, they're told that they're crazy. They're told that it's all in their head. They're told they're making this stuff up. um, And there's really no you know, medical sense when it, for, when it comes down to what they're experiencing. So when they're finally given a diagnosis, there can be a sense of relief, like, oh my gosh, you know, there is something wrong. We can see it and measure it and feel it. And I'm, you know, my doctor sees it, recognizes it, and there may or may not be a, a real treatment for it. Um, so, so I think just, you know, for people to be heard and recognized is, is so important, but as we kind of talked about a couple weeks ago, these labels, these diagnoses, whether it's lupus or Hashimoto's or multiple sclerosis even, or any other diagnosis that um, gets an autoimmune label on it, I've been hearing, um, I don't know if you've heard this, but um, even endometriosis has become like a discussion in the autoimmune world and endometriosis is one of the most common and underdiagnosed conditions for women and um, explaining women pelvic pain and also IBS symptoms. Um, But anyways, so these diagnoses that people receive, you know, we make mean something, but really when it comes down to it, they don't this diagnostic label doesn't really mean much. Um, And that's not to say that it's not important, but we want to focus, we want to encourage you rather to focus on trusting something else other than just trusting your diagnosis because it doesn't really do much good regardless of what the diagnosis is to to allow that diagnosis to... um, form who you are and and form your beliefs. And because a lot of people, especially I've seen when it comes to autoimmune conditions can get really tied tightly and wedded intimately with their autoimmune diagnosis. And, you know, even on Instagram, there's a lot of people with, you know, hashtag autoimmune warrior, hashtag, um, you know, fibromyalgia, thrive, you know, fighter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people really do tie tightly with their autoimmune diagnosis or any other diagnosis. And I think that um, what we're really, one of the messages that we're hoping to convey is to just create a little bit of space between who you are, where you are, and your experience of the diagnosis. You are not your diagnosis. 
And that's really important for us all to recognize and um, embody. Uh, we are human, divine beings having a human, human experience. We know that. And we, are, we might be having an experience that is consistent with such and such symptoms that may or may not correlate with such or such diagnosis. But this experience, as is the case with all other experiences that we humans have, are ever flowing and changing. And when we can create a little bit of separation, a little bit of space between who we are truly, our essence, and our experience in a moment, we can create that, in that space, we have the freedom to bring in fresh thought, fresh energy that can move us in the direction of health. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to focus on is that fresh thought, fresh thinking that can be experienced between who you are and your label, your diagnostic label or physical symptom and using that fresh thought to power, empower healing. Yeah, because just for a minute, let's consider some of the some of the kind of limitations that come with really identifying oneself with the diagnosis. I know in some cases when people really do latch on to uh, that being a part of their identity, uh, they their approach to their health can be can kind of look like there's a dead end. Like, okay, there's only so much that I can do within this diagnosis to feel good. It's something I'm, you know, going to have to learn to live with. And, you know, these medications will help, but, um, but you know, that's, that's about it. And they kind of settle in that place of, um, of that being kind of the status quo. Mm -hmm. I know for some people receiving a diagnosis, they can actually take that diagnosis and use it as motivation to really go out and seek alternative methods and help and you know that that can serve people to a certain extent but at some point um if if there's still that thought that this is my diagnosis for life this is what life is going to be like forever that in itself can be very limiting to the healing process yeah as i talked about uh as we talked about last week i think we did um we talked about how in the conventional system autoimmunity and autoimmune diagnoses are seen as incurable. They're seen as conditions that we manage with, uh, you know, different drugs, different treatments. So that system, the system that sees these conditions as conditions that we simply manage, that means that we're not able to, that it is a dead end, like you were saying, Susanna. Um, so regardless of what your doctor is telling you, whether this condition is curable or not, your condition and your experience of your illness is not a dead end. You can always transcend your diagnosis, whether you are going to completely 100% be symptom-free or be 99.9% .9 symptom-free or maybe just 75% symptom-free. You can absolutely turn your life around you are not on a dead end street. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's really important for everyone to really recognize and embody this, this potential that we all have. Um, you know, we talk about the infinite potential of human beings. And this is really what we're pointing to in this discussion is, you know, and 
and the same as can be said, you know, we were just, I, I kind of woke up this morning on the wrong side of the bed and <laughs> in more ways than one. And, um, you know, I, I was feeling very limited and restricted and constricted in my thinking. And Susanna kind of gently and more forcefully started to remind me of the infinite potential that we all have. And, you know, it doesn't have, things don't have to be as they are forever. We can turn this bus around in any moment. And really the leverage point of turning the ship is our thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I actually, I wanna speak a bit more to turning the bus around because in my own experience of chronic joint pain and chronic fatigue, I, I saw so many different doctors. And I remember one of them specifically said, this is the beginning of an autoimmune disease. I didn't know that. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I remember, you know, he did, I never received a diagnosis of, you know, rheumatoid arthritis or whatever it would have been, whatever my label would have been, um, because all my blood markers were normal. But, but they explained mm -hmm. that there's this cross-reactivity happening in the body. It's an autoimmune process happening into the body, uh, happening in the body. And so that, that definitely scared me. Um, and... And I just now in retrospect, kind of reflecting on that, I, I'm kind of wondering, okay, so like at what point do you cross that point of no return? At what point would my symptom picture be considered an autoimmune disease and therefore not reversible? Yeah, it's because very ambiguous. It is very ambiguous. Yeah. And my experience, luckily I did come across another practitioner that said, yeah, we can heal this um, before my mind really got the best of me. And I did heal it. But um, but yeah, it just brings up that interesting question of like, at what point does one symptom become irreversible in this in this no. conversation in this context? That reminds me of the power that doctors have when it comes to in the, you know, doctor patient relationship. You know, a patient seeks out the help of a doctor, a doctor gives a diagnosis, and the diagnosis is really kind of like, it can be like a spell that the, that the doctor is casting upon the patient. And not necessarily in a negative way. I think, you know, diagnoses are meant to be just descriptions of the symptoms, but, um, but a lot of time the patient can receive that as like a spell. Like, this is it. This is my, I'm doomed. This is my fate. And like we already um, said, that is, that is clearly the case oftentimes in autoimmune diagnoses because they are just things that we manage. So we want to, um, whether or not, you know, you're diagnosed with an autoimmune condition, um, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Um, but we want to encourage you to just not take what, anyone says, including us, so darn seriously. Um, don't make it mean anything unless, unless it resonates deeply with you. You know, trust your, um, trust your inner guidance, trust your inner feelings. Don't trust any words or any 
even blood test markers, like especially when it comes with these ambiguous autoimmune panels that often are run. We don't necessarily need to get hung up on the data and the numbers and the and these kind of things. Um, so that's really, I think, the, the, the biggest, most important thing that we all can do, that we all can take away from this conversation is uh, just don't take what your doctor says so seriously. That doesn't mean don't listen to them. Just don't make it mean the ultimate truth because they don't know the ultimate truth. No one knows the ultimate truth. And when we make something mean something, then we just limit the possibilities that inherently always are. So we want to just take off all meaning. We want to just remove, we want to free ourselves from, from that, those sort of rigid ways of thinking to just give room for this infinite potential to come through. Because one, one of the thoughts, one of the beliefs that we, that really resonates with us, with me, I'll speak for myself personally, is that we, we learn in naturopathic medical school that the body heals itself. That's a very contradictory idea to the body attacking itself, right? Yeah. So as a student, we kind of had to grapple with this idea of, okay, the body heals itself, but then sometimes it turns against itself and attacks itself. Mm -hmm. How does that make sense? So, you know, well, like we said, what the, what really resonates with us is that the body does heal itself in yeah. every situation. When you look at it, the body heals itself. And especially, especially when we provide exactly what the body needs to really heal optimally, when we take away the obstacles, yeah. we just let the body do what it knows what to do. The body has an innate intelligence. That's why, you know, as a, as a little embryo in our mother's womb, our cells know exactly what organs to form. It's, yeah. it's the beautiful mm -hmm. intelligence of the body. Mm -hmm. And so in a state of disease, if we really put our trust in the potential of the body, it's amazing what we can see happen. I want to talk for a second about the placebo effect, um, because that's what's coming to mind for me. Uh, you know, a, a lot of times in the conventional system, we do everything that we, not, not we, but the convention, conventional practitioners, conventional doctors, you know, the research and science world, they do everything that they can to um, diminish or to ignore the placebo effect, right? Um, which is, you know, 50 to 60% of the time, there is a placebo effect that we can, you know, rate and measure. measure. So it's, first of all, it's impossible, totally, absolutely impossible to do away with the placebo effect. And our belief is that we want to enhance and magnify and focus in on the placebo effect because that is your body's healing. That is your body's healing with, with a placebo, with nothing. So we want your body to be healing with nothing. And obviously, um, you know, we are, as we talked about last week, there are so many things that we can do nutritionally to optimize the environment in your body to promote the healing. Um, but we don't, but we want to rely on that placebo effect, that innate healing force that is always moving through you. We don't want to diminish it or ignore it, we want to focus in on that and put that as the priority of the healing process because that 
that quote unquote placebo effect, it is your healing potential. It is your innate healing force inside of you. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and and for those more kind of scientific thinkers out there, the way that the way that we see this work is that when the body is trusting that it's healing itself, it's automatically going to be in a state of greater relaxation. And when we're in a state of relaxation, that's when the constriction in the body and the muscles releases it's when our hormones become more balanced. It's when the healing happens. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds it sounds like so, I guess, I don't know. Woo-woo. Yeah, it sounds, sounds so totally woo-woo. woo-woo. But when you actually look at the effects of what's going on in the physiology of the body, and this is starting to be studied in research, which is amazing. For mm-hmm. example, there's there's studies on, you know, the effects of what a walk in the forest does on your body. And it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's also like very common sense. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's when our body is in a state of relaxation, it heals. Totally. And, you know, I, I've got mixed feelings about all these placebo studies because they, any study by nature is reductionistic in, in, in the way they run the study. They're looking at, one variable, they're controlling things. And, you know, um, so, you know, that it's great that we're focusing our energy kind of societally on this placebo effect thing. But when it comes down to it, I think it's important to just know that it is so expansively complex and dynamic. And it's a huge, great mystery that Maybe maybe science will never totally wrap its mind around, mm-hmm. um, but it's important to know that it's it's happening. It's happening, and we want to keep it happening at a at a as fast as rate of possible. And that's that's what we love to focus on. Yeah, um, it sounds it sounds really kind of bonkers to say, oh yeah, we we use the placebo effect in our practice, but um, that's obviously not all we do. <laughs> we don't just say, all right, here's, here is a placebo. Here is a sugar pill. Take it and I'll, I'll call you in a week. Um, we, we don't, we don't do that. We optimize the environment of the body, you know, with everything that we can do scientifically, practically in our, you know, when it comes to our nutrition and lifestyle oh. and we optimize, um, you know, the nutrition when it comes to our, our thoughts, because we're not just every, you know, there's the saying that we are what we eat, but we all are also what we think. And I think that a lot of us are, have a a low level of awareness of the thoughts that are coming through us. Um, It's just human nature. It's just human nature. So as we, as we just tune into those thoughts and realize that in any moment, our feeling state is dependent on our thinking state. And I think, um, and, and I also like to translate this from our symptoms to our feelings as well. So our symptoms are, are, you know, experiences in our body, pain, fatigue, anything. But we can, we can create those sim- symptoms with our thoughts. Uh, we can dwell on those physical sensations enough that we, you know, exponentially increase the intensity of those kind of symptoms. Mm-hmm. And on the, on the same notion, 
we can be at a party with loved ones, we can be in nature, forest bathing, and totally forget that we were totally in pain and tired. Mm -hmm. You know, so our symptoms are ever changing as well. So I think it's important to recognize just the fluidity that the human experience is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once again, allow for a little bit of separation between who you are in essence and your physical condition and diagnosis. And also allow for a little bit of separation when it comes to your symptoms, your feelings, what you're experiencing in your body and what could be because we can let go of a lot more than we realize, I think, when it comes to our physical stuff mm -hmm. and also mental, emotional stuff. Certainly. Yeah. So anything else you wanted to jam on in this episode, Dr. Seuss? I don't think so. I think we've kind of come to a sweet ending point. Yeah. I just want to remind listeners live and not live because we are live on Instagram and Facebook as we always are on Thursdays at this time, which is noon Pacific for those of you who are listening to the recording. But um, if you are listening in any way, shape or form, we would just so appreciate comments, feedback, mm -hmm. uh, ratings and reviews, whether it's on iTunes or YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or any, any platform. That feedback is really helpful and supportive to us personally. And we like to, just because we like to keep this thing moving in the right direction. And also when it comes to YouTube and uh, iTunes and these sort of platforms, um, using, you know, we, we like that feedback as well because it allows our shows and our, our information to be seen and accessed by more people out there. Mm -hmm. And as always, if you know anyone in the world that could benefit from this sort of information, from, healing, from hearing the healing vibes that we have to offer, uh, please do feel free to share and, um, you know, spread the, spread the word, spread the message. Yeah. And if you're out there listening and you are feeling like you like what you're hearing and want a little bit more support on how to really weave this into your life. We just that's recently, we that's what we do. And just recently we started offering a group online coaching, which is so great where we're growing an online community of like-minded people that are working towards mm -hmm. just living into their full potential and we also work one-on-one -on -one with people, and we love doing both. So yeah. uh, all of that information is on our website, which is www.alter.health. And yeah. What more, what more could you, yeah, what more do you want to know? It's all there. <laughs> so thanks, uh, thanks so much for tuning in, and hope, this, hope these messages were useful, and hope you can take away some pearls. Um, I think, you know, the biggest thing is just to don't take all this stuff so seriously. Don't make, don't make anything mean anything, if that makes sense. Just allow things to be, you know, allow for some distance, some separation in your thought and your human experience and allow for that placebo effect. Got, I mean, it's gotten like kind of a bad reputation because it means like nothing, but allow that nothing to be something allow that nothing to to move you towards health because that's you know that's what's happening let's just focus on it and do everything that we can within our 
you know, within our power, within our domain, in our, you know, in our lifestyle to um, accentuate that process as well. Mm-hmm. So until next time. And um, yeah. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Peace and love. Mm-hmm.